Well, good morning, gentle listeners. This is the We Are MCBS podcast for Wednesday, November 7th. This is going to be a special little podcast. We have Jason and Pete out of the studio. This is the executive producer of the podcast, Mr. Tyler Ozzy Oswald. And I have a few new people in the studio with me. So if everyone could give a loud shout to the brand new Woohoo crew, everybody cheer. That was not forced at all, not by my command whatsoever. (laughs) So sitting here at the table of honor with me, we have somebody who needs no introduction, but will introduce himself anyways. Oh, I guess that's me. You know, I probably need a lot of introduction. I don't think anybody here knows who I am. Well, Roxanne knows who I am. (laughs) My name is Randy Savarese. I was in the MCBS program, so I'm super stoked to be here. Um, And yeah, that's, I don't know. What else do you want to know? Savarese is, uh, this entire time everyone's like, yeah, who are you getting on the podcast? And I'm just like, it's Randy S. Savarese. Or oh, Savarese. Yeah, I just went like Randy Sav, and people knew who I was talking about. Close enough. Yeah, they actually used to call me Savvy in the Navy because the rest of it was just... That works well. Now we have Savvy here at the yes. table with us, bringing his knowledge much as Pete would. So, much like the regular MCBS podcast, we are going to be given stories by our lovely contributors in the room. And starting off with us is one man, one legend, Mr. Dustin Rochadu. Yeah, you know, I'm surprised you uh, you remember how to pronounce that last name there, because most people don't. We had that conversation, I think, like three months ago, and I knew that it was a French pronunciation, so you had the uh, the du instead of anything else. You got to do it all, Jack, like skid du. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I got good old story here uh, about gaming-related stuff, TwitchCon. Um, happened recently really uh now for those of us that may not be aware because we have a diverse audience of listeners what is twitchcon twitchcon is the main con for the streaming website twitch where uh Many content creators can live stream themselves, you know, playing games or even doing other things like cooking, uh, Photoshop tutorials, various media related stuff. And this happened most recently. And the main uh, events were, you know, a lot of panels, uh, ways to protect yourself when you stream. uh, And then like a lot of people's like favorite streamers that they come out all the time. So. So I imagine Ninja's going to be there since he was just on the cover oh, of Sports yeah. Illustrated. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like Ninja, other like main names like Tim the Tatman, um, Summit 1G, Shroud, people like uh, that. I've heard these names. I, I need to get into streaming. So, Mr. Randy, what do you know about streaming? What what is that something that's hitting the mainstream? Like we just had Sports Illustrated obviously show uh, Ninja on the cover being kind of the face for esports now. Uh, what is um, streaming for you? Like, is are you aware of Twitch stuff like that? Is that hitting that kind of demographic? I understand it's done over the internet. <laughs> uh, no, so I don't know. Like, I know what Twitch is. I obviously know what TwitchCon is. Um, I'm actually a huge. Uh, I'm I'm really excited about esports. Um, just like as somebody who grew up like with games, not necessarily like super athletic. Uh, I think it's cool that like brain sports are are becoming a thing like that's pretty awesome yeah I'm I'm looking into full sail armada and stuff like that and yeah like that makes a lot uh, of sense like a ton of sense yeah yeah I had somebody tell me the other day that in a year expected to be overtaking the school because that's esports just hitting that path 
but that has a lot to do with streaming because obviously a lot of esports players at least on their downtime i'd imagine do a lot of streaming so you mentioned photoshop tutorial stuff like that so anything specific about twitchcon you'd like to uh mention oh uh, yeah so you know obviously like i uh, mentioned before uh, many uh well-known streamers were able to come out and meet their fans and you know obviously fans would line up like huge lines just to meet these people because they're it's like the live version of youtubers you know they're personalities public figures that people learn to look up to but also enjoy like what they're doing and not only some of these streamers are you know out there meeting fans but there's uh they're still representing uh different companies like their sponsors um like HyperX, uh audio technica uh even red bull for um uh esports streamers because i know uh red bull is sponsoring esports streamers now as that's becoming a really huge market um there was a roast of one of the more well-known streamers, as I mentioned before, uh, Tim, the, uh, Tim the Tatman, and you know, uh, people like Ninja, uh, really big names that are starting to blow up in the live streaming community were all there and um, gathered around and just laid into Tim the Tatman. I felt so bad for him, but it was actually really entertaining. It was one of those roasts that i really like sat down and watched for the first time because you know there's roasts for like celebrities and people like that but i've never really gotten into like celebrities before like these people are like my celebrities in a way um so it was just it was such a very interesting roast to see uh because twitch and like the live streaming community is such an interesting place it's definitely different to what many people would consider um like normal celebrities it's something else that's new and people aren't entirely sure of how to go about it so the community has kind of like their own like lingo different like language um things to go by and it was very interesting and there was i could i don't think i caught his name but there was one streamer who was a panelist and he kind of like embarrassed himself like made a he made a fool of himself um he basically destroyed his career in like 30 seconds um by stating that i th and i quote he said there was no good way to put this but i find myself or i think of myself above other people what? for yeah. no reason like he yeah. was above his fans because like because his fans like enjoyed like what he was doing and like they looked up to him he was like i think i'm above other people because of that this actually brings up a good point to almost bring like so we know that celebrities the traditional sense actors and all that it's kind of a common stereotype for them to have big inflated egos so if we had somebody come out tomorrow um uh, i'm not gonna name a specific person because we can just say allegedly and we'll be fine. But say if a well-known actor comes out tomorrow and says, I think I'm above you guys, do you really think we would be as angry about it? Or, oh, that's to be expected. Because I feel we get a different rap with esports, streaming, YouTubers, where we still kind of see them as just regular human beings and not individuals who post content online who have to go through the validation of having millions upon millions of people watch their stuff it's what's well, an interesting dichotomy i think it might be helpful to look at them like um like child stars um 
because they don't they don't have the training or the background to handle the media attention that they get nobody really there's no like training program for that and that's why you see like a lot of child actors a lot of child stars don't don't end up doing too well uh, as they age because you're just not you're not really set up to deal with that level of pressure like if you're a professional actor or you've you've managed to do that over time you kind of like adjust to living in front of people all the time unless you're Kanye um, and then you don't say like crazy things because you know everyone is listening to everything you say and you're kind of aware of how people might take that a lot of the streamers um, they're just people and they are just people yeah. right like because there's no barrier to entry like I could just walk out of here and go start a show and then you know a couple of years later I might have a bunch of fans but like over that time I'm still just like a person and a lot of them like don't make a ton of money so they're still working regular jobs like they're not removed from the environment of of the kind of normal experience that we all kind of have just like as regular people so yeah it's kind of it's like tricky but I think it's helpful to to look at them with like a measure of uh I don't know, not like what's the word uh sympathy right a for their little bit, yeah, yeah like like oh that's like that's a lot of pressure and nobody really is telling you how to handle that um yeah because new media is one of those mediums that you don't have a manager who's yeah. helping you get these like things. overnight you, have, you could have like a million followers and then what like what do you do with that uh, how do you suddenly realize that you're talking to at least a million people that they have yeah. heard your message and then suddenly you stand up in the middle of a stage and go i'm better than you and it made have sound that might have sounded really rational in his head mm -hmm. and if you took it apart I mean, yeah, he is, right? Because he's above everybody and, like, you can dissect what His he's saying. His outrage can and... do wonderful things. Sure, like, yeah, technically he is. Is that something that you should tell people, like, to their faces? Probably, Probably not. not. Probably not. No, but, but you don't, you don't maybe necessarily have that filter or that, that awareness that what you say has that big of an impact. But honestly, you'll, you'll see, like, public figures often there are a ton of public figures right mm -hmm. now who are well versed in in the media and how things are perceived still don't care and say like crazy things all the time a lot of it is intentional to get that 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 attention but some of it is just you know carelessness because you can't it's hard to be on all the time i mean if you think about being on being a performer 24 hours a day like the moment you leave your house it's a performance like that is just think about having to live like that. Like that sign that that sounds terrible to me, honestly. This was a really good little uh, story that you brought us. Dustin brought a very good conversation. Thank you very much for being on the We Are MCBS yes. podcast. So next up, we have a little bit of it. We won't necessarily call it a review. It's more of a topic. Now, normally we at the We Are MCBS podcast bring you a story and then we talk about it much like you just listened to but we're going to kind of open the floor to almost a panel discussion about a certain documentary that just hit the new media waves called the mind of jake paul now i am aware of it i know kind of what the premise is about i've seen the small little advertisement this is a documentary series posted on youtube by youtuber shane dawson can we air quote that documentary well that depends i would love to hear some of our contributors opinions to see that if it had the production value of either a new media star who has a vlog camera versus a professional production so anybody who wants to hop on the mic feel free just make sure you introduce yourself so our lovely audience knows who they are listening to 
Okay, um, hi, my name is Jessica Riker. So um, I've been watching Shane Dawson for a while now. Um, he's recently been starting these documentary style things and um, I definitely would consider it a documentary, especially because YouTubers haven't been taken seriously more recently. And so um, I think that he's definitely changing the way that, um, I definitely think that it's becoming more mainstream for these type of videos, like especially because People don't consider YouTubers as mainstream media, but this is definitely, sorry, I don't know. No, this is absolutely fine. So like you've been a fan of Shane Dawson, right? So when you watch yes. this, do you, this is kind of the question I want to have is, do you immediately have a bias towards it because it is Shane Dawson's content and you're, you're coming from as a fan? Um, I don't think so, especially because I wasn't too sure what to think about Jake Paul. So I know he got a lot of hate from people on Twitter, for example, saying how they were giving him a platform to defend himself mm -hmm. and that um, he was going to give him sympathy, perhaps. So um, he definitely got a lot of hate at the beginning for wanting to do that. So, But I saw a tweet by somebody named Elijah Daniel. He pointed out the fact that there are, like one, like one of the most mainstream documentaries called Making a Murderer, mm -hmm. got like 19 million views in uh, over a month, over all episodes. He was getting that per episode in one week. So he's passing the amount of views on the mainstream documentaries on like Netflix. So I think he's kind of changing the way that everything is being received via the internet. And then we all know that the Pauls just really make money whenever they're involved. The KSI versus Logan Paul fight that was like last month. I mean, even I watched it and usually I'm not big into those things. I just I just wanted to see two people go at it. That was awesome. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Everything's on YouTube, despite the fact they're trying to take down all the video because they want people to buy the pay-per-view stream. Mm. But, you know, they, it was two amateur boxers going at it. Let's be real. Oh, I saw. Yeah. No, I yeah. did see promos for that, but I didn't watch it. Yeah. So there is one question I have for you as an individual who have seen the mind of Jake Paul. Uh, one of the critiques I've heard of it is that like the first two, three episodes are really delving into the idea of, well, yeah, is Jake Paul a sociopath? And then on like episode four, they flat out go, yeah, no. And then they get into a real heartfelt series about what it's like to bringing it back to the topic earlier about how YouTube stars, how new media stars just don't know how to handle it. Yeah, he's a child star. Yeah, Jake Paul doesn't know how to handle any of this. For sure, yeah. Um, I think that's definitely a, a widespread thing. People accuse him of being a sociopath on uh, Twitter, so I think that that definitely had to be addressed because it was one of the biggest questions, but I think the reason, a lot of people were giving Shane Dawson hate for bringing it up just to cancel the idea a few episodes in, mm -hmm. and they were giving him hate for expanding it so much, but I really think that it had to be touched on, and um, in the series, they actually brought a therapist in um, disguise, I guess, and pretended to be Shane Dawson's producer, Yeah. so um, he was actually, or she, the uh, therapist, was paying attention to like the little details that uh, Jake did throughout the the time that they were there and they mm -hmm. were able to identify him as not a sociopath but um yeah i think that it had to be addressed because of the fact that it was such a huge thing that people talked about on the internet from a marketing point of view i feel like they use the word sociopath just simply because it was very easy because this is an individual who set a mattress on fire and threw it in his pool well that's and that's there's a couple of things to remember here too like right so first with for some context uh i remember shane dawson so like we all i'm kind of old and we all hit the internet about the same time, mm -hmm. like 2005, 2006. He was one of the OG YouTubers. Yeah, so like I remember that dude. I remember Gary Vaynerchuk, like with a little flip cam, like all the, all mm -hmm. those people back in the day, right? So I lost, like I didn't really follow him over the years because like 
just my tastes change and you yeah, know things course. evolve. So when I came back to him, like I saw some of those promos, and f- for me it was just weird. Like the whole con, like Shane Dawson himself is just weird. Seeing how he's, what he's become, like mm-hmm. he's kind of the same, but I don't know. It's it's he's evolved too, I guess. Um, but but I think it's important to remember narratives. Mm-hmm. Like everything has a narrative, right? And so a lot of the criticism that was lobbed at them for being, uh, for this being like a way to wash uh, Logan Paul's sins, right? And make mm-hmm. him make him a money-making machine again. I think there's validity to that because he is a money-making machine. Mm-hmm. He made a lot of people a lot of money, including himself and his, and his family and, of course, his business um, and Disney and like a ton of yeah. other people. He's made a lot of people money. People who make money like making more money, right? Mm-hmm. So they don't want to lose that. Um, and I think, you know, going back to the child actor thing, like, like, sure, that's terrible, but also you don't get a pass for being terrible, right? Like, mm-hmm. like, it's sad that that's like your environment, maybe get out of that environment, go get some help and come back like as a, a, a whole human being, because you're not gonna, you're not gonna heal live. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just not gonna happen, right? Yeah. So and there's no monetary incentive for that. Like, if he came back and was like, I'm Logan Paul, like he. Like he was just a new person. Like nobody would watch. The reason yeah, people the watched was because it was a train wreck. Mm-hmm. Like that was the entire reason for watching that dude. Right. What if that's not there? Then what's the point? And I felt mm-hmm. some of the 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 stuff that I saw from Dawson was kind of like, yeah, they threw the sociopath thing around a lot. There was a lot of um, sort of over the top, sensationalized editing and music and I mean, weird I cuts be, and like it was weird like it was yeah. weird what i saw was weird but also like i get it's all for attention like they need that they need those numbers they need those views that's how they make money um they're incentivized mm-hmm. to be more uh more extra to get that attention <laughs> to get that money to come in about the whole um sensational sensationalizing things and the whole editing that shane did he actually did apologize for that um mm-hmm. he he Posted on Twitter that he has a tendency to dramatize. Dramatize. Oh, he was definitely super drama back in the day. Like, that was his thing. Yeah, that is his thing. Is it still his thing? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, um, he... Yeah, he's definitely toned it down a lot, but um, he... He actually went back and re-edited a lot of the docuseries about, like, one or two episodes in after the feedback he was receiving because he didn't want to disappoint anyone, obviously. So he cool. he did go in and actually well, change him, that. Yeah. Yeah. These have been two really good topics that actually went into each other. So thank you very much for bringing in uh, the mind of Jake Paul yeah, and thank you. educating us a little bit on his mind and how he's not a sociopath. All right. So those are two wonderful stories for the We Are MCBS podcast. I think that about wraps it up for the November 7th episode. So thank you very much. Randy for coming out and sharing your wisdom it, absolutely it's been absolutely a pleasure thank you we'll, we'll invite you back on an episode in a couple weeks all right awesome. sound good yeah all right so for everybody here at the we are mcbs podcast and from our woohoo crew everybody go I love that. That is probably the loudest we've been in some time, but we have a room full of lovely people. And as for you, listener, I hope you have a beautiful day. 